with a savage fire, yet there was also a tenderness in her demeanor. She was a taller woman than most, and due to her dedication to working out, her body was trim with wide hips that tapered down to long, straight legs. The rain from the wind machine pelted Joie's back. Above her, the oversized circular lights intensified what was about to happen. After repeating her lines in a docile tone, she touched her fingertips to her forehead, the midst of her diaphragm, her left shoulder, her right shoulder, and prepared to hit her mark. Her stomach rumbled from the missed meals. Her ears burned with anticipation. This would be the role that would take her down the aisle and bring her the golden statue. And then she entered the moment of truth. A distinct Scottish voice screeched from the PA system. And action! And Joie felt the heat of the camera, which moved in for a close-up. In a tone so low her lips did not move, she repeated a ritual she had performed since she started acting. She whispered the word, Purpose. So, Bobby, this is your decision? Joie walked toward the red Mercedes soaking wet, ran her hand along the fender and leaned her hip against it like she had rehearsed numerous times before in drier conditions. You're just going to leave and not say anything to me or Brian? Lance Fellows looked at Joie with one foot inside the car, the other on the pavement as the rain blew water into his face at full force. It's always been like this. The only problem is you never knew, or dare I say refused to know. This marriage has been over since Angela died. We... Don't ever say that! Joie's trepidation flowed unbridled. The author of the novel the screenplay was adapted from never knew Joie had a child named Angie. The screenwriter never knew that like the Angela in the movie... Joie's child had been taken from her dramatically as well. So when Joie had read the role, her first impulse had been to ask for a character name change, but then she had embraced her fear and denounced her weakness in hopes that it would propel her toward the delivery of a memorable performance. Unfortunately, hearing the name was more than she ever expected. Don't ever say her name again. We just won't let it die in peace. Maybe... Joie said and momentarily forgot she was acting. Maybe we should just talk about it. Then we could... We've had 17 years. Doesn't that count for something? You want to know what 17 years count for? Almost two decades of nothing. I know your feelings have changed, but you can't expect me to just love you one day and let you walk away the next. Damn, woman, can't you see it's over? Lance screamed louder than he had ever screamed in rehearsal. His anthracite eyes were bits of stone. Skewed veins protruded from his temples and neck. I don't love you anymore. When was the last time I even told you I loved you? When was the last time I acted as if I cared? It's as simple as... Look, you can have the house. You can have the other cars. I won't contest you having the investments and the savings. Just give me my freedom, he said, and then reached into his coat pocket and tossed their checkbook into a puddle on the ground. That's all I want, Rachel, because right now this marriage is killing me. Schwa watched in awe as Lance's body melted into the character. He was classically trained and dark-skinned, a walking, talking Shakespearean midnight that brought more to the role than any actor Schwa had ever been paired with. His eyes dimmed to a whisper, his nostrils flared, and he started to breathe heavily. After seventeen years have I asked you for one thing, anything, Rachel? Just let me learn how to live again, he said as a bolt of light triggered behind Joie. Just let, just let.
Then Lance looked stunned, as if he had mentally run dry. Just let us enjoy what's left of our lives, Joie whispered. An amplified voice from the darkness shouted over the splattering buzz of the rain machine. Lancey, don't stop, babe. Keep rolling. Cut, 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 Lance said, stuffed his hands into the pockets of his overalls and walked off the set. Joie watched him head toward the producer as the hydraulic fans were cut off and ash-colored extras rushed to a stack of dry towels. What happened? She asked anyone within ear range. The lights behind her were muted. Crew members wearing yellow raincoats started to mill as if they were on break, yet Joie held her spot. She could hear the voice of the producer bellow, It's only the first day, Lance, for God's sakes. Give her a fucking chance. Give her a chance? What was that supposed to be?